program is about bringing up controversial subjects and a series of quests for strange horrors. It feels good. Guidance is internal. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity. Do not think there are things in this universe which you cannot understand and which are true. Welcome to Far Off Topic, episode 41. I'm your host, Fiasco Jones. There are monsters among us, and I don't mean sex trafficking congressmen from Florida. I mean literal monsters like Nessie, Bigfoot, and Chupacabra. If you thought these guys were old news, think again, because all signs are pointing to a resurgence of cryptids across the globe. And of the many beliefs out there, some are harder to believe than others. Jackson Tiwi will take a shot at choosing between real-world crazy ideas that other people accept as facts and dumb shit that I made up. They will be playing Who Would Believe That at the end of the show. With that, I'm joined by Tiwi from inside a shipping container on its way to an adrenochrome refining station in the Philippines, and because a time traveler on TikTok told him it would be different this time, I'm also joined by Steven Jackson, aka Jax, aka Mr. Glasses. Uh, welcome back, gang. Feel like we've got two in a row now. We've got two in a row. I'm feeling good about the month of April. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. Like we missed the entire month of March. So. Yeah. <laughs> Crushing it. You know, now we're just, yeah, we're destroying April. This is officially a streak, people. It's <laughs> awesome. <Woo. laughs> Let's segue into a new segment called Monster of the Week. Look away, I'm, I'm hitting so in this segment, uh, we will discuss some of the worst people in the world. Uh, in this particular case, it's these are all Americans. So uh, for our first monster of this week, uh, and, and no, these aren't ranked in any particular order either. Uh, we could not leave off this list. Matt Gates. Uh, oh, God, yes. I mean, he's just been having... Not just a shitty week, but sh several shitty weeks. Uh, all, of course, I mean, allegedly, of course, by his own doing. He's buddy with this dude named Joel Greenberg, uh, who sounds like a huge scumbag based on the 33 indictments against him. Now, Matt Gates is, is tangled up in this, this, this alleged scheme to take his underage girlfriend. I'm going to call her a girlfriend. Hmm. Uh, and hmm. she was 17. And I guess he hmm. was whining and dying. He was a sugar daddy to her. And he took her across state lines. Jax, uh, is Allegedly. this... Allegedly. Is this the feds just kind of going after him and like throwing the book at him? Like the whole sex try, like calling it sex trafficking? No. Like that's exactly what it is. It's sex. I mean, that's literally what the statute says. Like if you take someone who's under the age of 18 over state lines for sex and you're using and you're giving them something of value, then you have committed sex trafficking. Is that also why he kept saying, if anyone asked, say that I just like what he was telling them to say, I bought you a, a hotel room or something like that. Does, and that and that is just him being stupid as fuck because that doesn't matter. <laughs> you can give someone a pack of cigarettes and you and it and that is something of value. You can give them drugs. You can give them you can give them a hotel room. I mean, that is an item of value. That's why it's not strictly defined as as a monetary thing. So. Um, yeah, he's stupid. He's like literally stupid, allegedly. And <laughs> no, that part's a fact. <laughs> like it boggles my mind. Like it just boggles my mind how you could like, I don't know, 
do this, I don't know, through Venmo, for Christ's sakes. Matt Gates is just, I mean, he is, he is like the physical embodiment of Butthead from <laughs> yeah. Beavis and Butthead. I feel like Matt Gates and this other guy, Joel Greenberg, are the actual embodiments of this next generation, this modern generation of the GOP, the pure grifter sleazeball. Um they, they, to me, are the apotheosis of this idea. And Trump, actually, Trump was the apotheosis of these. And this is the, these are the, the, the young, the young bloods that have taken up that mantle and are running with it. I mean, the, the things that Matt Gates allegedly was doing out there are just ridiculous. You could, I could just kind of see he wanted to be like a petty lord of his own little, you know, district, his little fiefdom of Florida. And so he was, you know, doing, terrible things because i think obviously he thought he could get away with it and his buddy joel greenberg the laundry list of things he's been charged with it's it's all about this kind of again petty he had a little he was a tax collector and with that tiny amount of power he took it and ran with it and did as many criminal acts as he could possibly do because in his head he's like this is what you do as a republican in power it's a skeleton key to misadventure so I don't know. Yeah, we will see some more appearances of Matt Gates uh, in this as this segment reappears from time to time. Moving on, though, uh, we have uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Jax, why why did you nominate uh, Mark Zuckerberg for a Monster of the Week? Three reasons. Well, Mark Zuckerberg is just generally a piece of shit. Um, but then also, 2019, half a billion users had their uh, information leaked in a very simple database scrape. Um, and that subsequently went out for free onto a website, for uh, onto a forum earlier. I think it was earlier this week. Um, it was up for bid for quite some time, and then somebody just put it up for free. Um, and they're not going to notify any of the people whose information has been taken that their information has been taken. Now, as far as I know, it's not anything like passwords or anything like that, but still it's phone numbers, names, birthdays, you know, all the pertinent details aside from passwords. Uh, and then reason number three is because um, I believe they're getting sued or there's a there's a complaint uh, against them because uh, a couple of people who uh, interviewed with them were not a good cultural fit. <laughs> um, and the race of those people was not white. So, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, the, the not racism only, there. Yeah. A little blatant racism. Uh, they, so, Shocking. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Uh, not only is he a piece of shit, um, he's his company is also apparently very racist. You know, you've gone to a bad place when I read about the Winklevoss twins and I and I'm rooting for them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> because I was reading an article about how they've just, you know, cornered the market on Bitcoin And they're still really butthurt about what Mark Zuckerberg did with Facebook. They believe that Zuckerberg stole their idea. They actually won money in a settlement for that. Um, But now they're they're not finished there. They actually are heavily invested in companies that are trying to decentralize the social media space. Perfect. Yeah. And I keep thinking like, uh, well, it's. 
I, it could have interesting implications, but at the same time, I'm kind of rooting for them because it, it would be the death of Facebook. <laughs> and I just, I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Go Winklevi. Yeah, go Winklevi. <laughs> Winklevi. <laughs> so, yeah, I never thought I'd say that, but here you go. You know, 2021 is uh, has some surprises left for us. Our Mother Earth is wounded by words that carry madness, and the night takes vengeance on men and frightens them by setting the words free. Monsters abound. From the deep locks of Scotland to the dry plains of Chile, the creatures who defy logic and understanding have returned to the headlines with some real head-turners. Tonight, we will ponder their sudden resurgence and theorize what this means for the future of humanity. Let's take a closer look at the things that should not be. Uh, let's start this little tour of the monsters, the, the resurgence of the monsters, uh, with, of course, I, I would say one of the, the great classics. These are all classics, but one of the greatest Ooh. is uh, Loch Ness. So uh, the normally elusive Loch Ness monster has made three appearances Ooh. so far this year. That may have actually uh, increased since I actually originally looked this up it could be up to five the three sightings were witnessed by two different individuals who were watching uh live cam streams of Loch Ness and I have included the video if you want to go and look at it which is probably some of the most amazing video you'll ever see of Nessie so I encourage you to <laughs> click on the thing and look at it and tell me if you're not a believer after this okay loading video here we go Oh my god, so many pop-ups. Okay, come on. Ah, just maybe go to Amazon. What the heck? Okay, go <laughs> Fuck. Did you click for sound? Don't click for sound. It's a trap. Oh god, this is terrible. <laughs> did you did you watch it, Jax? I did. See that very bizarre looking line in otherwise calm water? Yeah. The bizarre looking log line. <laughs> line. Yeah. Jax, if it was a log then it wouldn't submerge back into the inky depths. Right. I don't know. Have you been to Claylock? <laughs> of course I've been to Claylock. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Everyone's been to Claylock. What's Claylock? It's a coastal town in Washington where the they have warning signs about the logs killing you. Is there a monster that lives there too? No, just logs. <laughs> Probably. Well, did, did the do the logs of Claylock look anything like that monster in the water? Um, no, they don't. They just look logs. I mean, I guess in the still photo, yeah, they do because that looks like a log. <laughs> but it it submerges. You what you can't see is the action oh, of the okay. of the log shaped monster. Mm. Got it. Well, I'm convinced. Yes, yes. The first sighting occurred on January 11th when Kalen Wangle was watching the webcam and saw a V-shaped wake. And less than 10 seconds later, she noticed something black emerging from the water for a very short amount of time before going back under. The second sighting happened in happened on January 19th when Oin Ofenang. <laughs> Oin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't spell his name. He did, uh, or that's a girl's name. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's, it's Oinokadang. 
was watching the Loch Ness webcam and saw what he called an unexplained object lurking in the waters for approximately 20 minutes. Uh, He noted that there weren't any boats in the water during that time. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. No boats. Fedangan, he he actually picked up a second sighting. (laughs) Of course he did. On the 22nd. So, uh, Jax, uh, you said earlier that you're convinced. Totally convinced. Yep. Uh, How excited (laughs) are you that there is a webcam? Did you even know that there was a webcam? Like right now you could go and look at yourself. I didn't know that. I did not know that there was a webcam, and that's very exciting. I'm very happy about that. The tone of your voice makes me think that you're lying. So sincere. Yeah. um, (laughs) Does the the Loch Ness not rate high in your your, uh, list of of cryptozoological uh, favorites? No. No. Bigfoot is number one, obviously. Um, I mean, why wouldn't it be? Uh, followed by probably the Yeti, which would be uh, number two. Um, and then I have maybe Chupacabra. Well, how, I'm glad two how uh, superstitiously xenophobic. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> He's picking the North American no, monsters. The Yeti is not nor- North American. The Yeti, oh. the Yeti is, uh, is uh, why can't I think of the name of these mountains that Himalayans. Everest is in? Himalayans. I also like, Jax, how you're just throwing that Yeti in there. That's Yeti. I know. Like, what's fair. that? I just get a uh, burritos. Yeti. Well, yeah. it's an inside joke with uh, in the professional wrestling community. So, uh, oh. you they're know, big there listeners was a, to the show. I think so. I think so. Well, I'm glad you threw them yeah. out that little bone there. I'm sure a lot of the professional yeah. wrestlers out there will be like, aha, yeti. They're having change. a big yeah. chuckle will, right now. I will change my pronunciation <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, that Loch Ness isn't really that great. So, oh, but I do actually. terrible. Who cares? Uh, but I, do, I would like to share with you one man who's completely wasted his life uh, searching for Loch Ness monster. <laughs> so have you have you actually have you seen Nessie your, yourself or is it just in images like this? Have you ever actually had a sighting? Uh, it's a near sighting I had. It was something going against the waves like a torpedo going through the water, just a spray of water off of this object. So that was in the first year of me being here full time, 29 years ago. And I thought, well, this job's going to be really easy. If I see it once in the first year, I'm going to see it in the second and third year. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for the second sighting. How tragic is that? <laughs> that was pretty sad. My God. <laughs> Wait, he's like dedicated his life to this? Um, I don't know much about him, but even in that interview when they asked him, like, so what do you do when you're off uh, away from the lock? And he's like, I can tell you right now, I never leave the lock. As we speak, I am looking out at the lock from this chair. So he's like, I have like some kind of mobile, you know, streaming thing. Um, so yes, he spent 29 years <laughs> at this place and he's only seen a glimpse of it. Um, God. He's going to have regrets. I think so. Yeah. So many regrets. <laughs> uh, moving on. Residents of a village in Chile have begun to suspect that the infamous Chupacabra could be behind a series of strange animal deaths plaguing the community over the last few months. 
Back in November, in the town of Central Satani, a handful of llamas and alpacas died under mysterious circumstances in which their blood was seemingly drained from their bodies. Although the initial incidents were attributed to evil punks, as the attacks continued to occur for several more weeks, villagers began to wonder if something more sinister and potentially supernatural could be to blame. Fifty animals have been killed since the last report, and now some members of the community are suggesting that their town has become the proverbial hunting ground for the notorious cryptid known as the Chupacabra. Um, Tiwi, we'll start with you. Mm. Should these people be living in fear right now? Are they under? Are they? Are they being hunted? Are there beautiful alpacas being hunted by a monster? No, no. How the hell can you make that declaration? Yeah, yeah. She just says no, like it's <laughs> because I know that that's not what's happening. You, you just know. Why yes. do you just know that? I think it's far more likely that there's a vampire that's living Ooh. there. <laughs> Because vampires are real and chupacabras, oh, no. Yes, I think, yeah, they stand the test of time. I think uh, we know that this is a vampire situation. Ah, and I, it's I, a, I'm not convinced, Tiwi. Uh, vampires, uh, they love the drinking of the blood of the old humans. They don't drink I was just blood. going to say that Ooh. ethical vampires are known to avoid drinking the blood of humans and instead go for llamas. It's just, you know, it's what they do. They'll go for cows and llamas. And this just fits that pattern a little more cleanly. I did forget about ethical vampires. You are right. Yeah, right. Jax, uh, Chupacabras, they're up there on your list. They're, I think, number yeah. four. Uh, yeah, what do you good. think about this story? Stuff. I think it's uh, clearly a Chupacabra. I don't <laughs> see how anyone could say otherwise. Are you sure it's not evil punks? I mean, originally they were suspect number one. And they fell off. What is it I about evil you. punks that, that 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 they just can't sustain that kind of <laughs> level of carnage? Right, and like that's so cliched because I mean that that goes back to when we were kids. Like everything was the evil punks. They're going to kill each other. They're going to kill 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 everything. Uh, and they're like uh, devil worshippers and stuff. So, are we talking um, about like evil punks from the seventies, like garage rock style punks, or what kind of punks? I are don't there? know. Well, evil punks uh, <laughs> are is a is a philosophy that just is timeless. Tiwi, it doesn't matter okay. what you wear. It's uh, it's just, a lot of punks lives. today are vegan, so I would say that that's more away from the evil punks theory. Not all punks. Uh, I mean, just the hardcore punks. The you know the. Uh, Crest punks, Re- the Revelation Records listening punks. They're the ones doing Those this. Those are the Brooklyn <laughs> vegan types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to do this. No, but no. I think their all shoes the other would punks. disintegrate by the time they got there because their shoes are made out of like man-made materials. Also. Maybe not those punks. Yes, I, I just think the evil, <laughs> the, the 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 breed of punk that is just. We're evil. talking like Midwestern punks. Yeah, misanthropes. Okay, you know. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, a little went a little too too deep in the weeds on punks there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what genus of punk is this? I want to know what what genre they punk like jazz just because oh, it's ironic and interesting. Uh, you know, yeah, and they definitely didn't do it. Yeah. yeah, no jazz lover would suck the blood of an animal. But I will tell you that if you're doubting the veracity of the chupacabra, I have here a clip of someone who actually saw one and took a mm. photo. So here you go. These could be related to the Chilean chupacabra sightings. This one happened in mm-hmm. Houston. 
But uh, here you go. Could it be a blood-sucking chupacabra is on the loose? Well, Justin Ferris thinks so, says he saw one running along this fence line on his way to work this morning. And he's got the pictures he says prove it. They're a little blurry because we were still trying to move and that thing was running down the fence line and we wanted to get it before it went and then all of a sudden right off the league line it went off into the brush. Justin says he's seen them before. He describes himself as a chupacabra hunter. This is about my fourth one that I sighted. This is the, the second one we've gotten on, on camera. So, so uh, yeah, my uh, buddies at work, Colby and Josh, they couldn't believe that I actually got it on camera. Before 1995, no one had ever claimed to have seen one. Though you'll find a lot of folks on the Internet who claim to know what they look like. Josh says he knows. He says he shot this chupacabra in central Texas seven years ago. We asked for an expert opinion from Susan Schmaltz, an animal rehabilitator and the director of the Wildlife Center of Texas. Can you identify that animal? Yeah, I would say that's a coyote. I was going to say. <laughs> uh, when you see the picture, it's like clearly a dead coyote. I'm like, oh, my God. What? This, this, I mean, who's whoever's doing the licensing for Chupacabra Hunters in, in Houston, they need to reevaluate our boy here because uh, he doesn't know the difference. Clearly, Chupacabras are hairless. That was a coyote with tons of hair on it. He looks like a Yeah, based on coyote. these photos, I've had Chupacabras just hanging out in my yard. Like, there was actually a Chupacabra, like, two years ago, just, like, relaxing and playing in the yard for a long time. Were they punks? Thankfully, Jax has sent us the inside joke, the complete history of w WCW's Yeti. And it seems like he has gotten his 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 monsters mixed up because he's a it looks like a mummy. Right. That's the bit. Oh, oh, because he doesn't know yeah. what a Yeti is. Right. And he says Yeti. Well, the, the announcer is like, it's the Yeti, the Yeti. <laughs> uh, OK, interesting. Yeah. But it's clearly a goddamn mummy. The Houston chupacabra guy is a chupacabra hunter, but the one that he saw was just on his way to work. Mm-hmm. That doesn't line up. Did you see the picture of the chupacabra he shot? It's clearly, I mean, it has very, it's, it, at least that one is too long and lanky to be a coyote. It's, it, it looks, looks like a coyote. No, it looks much more like an actual chupacabra. Okay. So about the chupacabras, what is the purpose of the claws? Are we not seeing claw marks on these animals that are drained of their blood? Uh, that's a good question. I don't, I, maybe there's just a grasp. Maybe they don't leave in, imprints. I don't know. But you would see something, right? Why have them? So. I have not actually looked up a complete forensic report on uh, chupacabra <laughs> deaths should. or chupacabra attacks, so it could be noted. But you're right; you're with the way chupacabras are portrayed. There should be, you know, lots of, you know, tearing. They don't cuts. even need those claws if they're just gonna suck the blood. We also don't they know gotta... how, how they attack. They could mesmerize their victims. Yep. Oh, like they sing a song. Or, you know, mm -hmm. just use pinwheel, wizard pinwheel eyes, or, you know, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> They sing, your sister was a werewolf tonight, because they're also actually the evil punks. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm sad that I brought it up. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, moving on to probably the king of all cryptids. Um, and sadly, a, a kind of a sad story. So uh, at the end of January, Oklahoma State Representative Justin Humphrey filed legislation to establish a Bigfoot hunting season. 
I'm going to play oh, the clip. Oh, come on. Why would he clip. do that? So what we want to try to do is offer a bounty of $25,000 for a real-life Bigfoot. We're going to offer the opportunity to buy licenses and buy tags. Now, our goal is not to kill Bigfoot. We want to make sure that everybody understands that we're not trying to shoot Bigfoot. What we want to do is trap Bigfoot and that we're offering for those who want to come out and get in a hunt and try to trap Bigfoot a 25000 This is my goal is to try to get the wildlife department to maybe support a $25,000 bounty on Bigfoot and that by doing so we're going to have lots of people come out and want to participate in looking for Bigfoot. Someone should put a $25,000 bounty on that guy. <laughs> uh yes but i here's the thing i actually I, i'm behind his idea i think that's a great idea people buying up these uh these these permits to go hunt bigfoot it's a good way to make money it you're is. never gonna <laughs> catch it no and it's also gonna clean out your bigfoot problem in, in oklahoma did you know that oklahoma is the fourth large uh fourth uh i guess how would you say largest biggest it's the fourth most Bigfoot footiest. Big, yes, the, the fourth most big footiest state in America. I had no idea. <laughs> yes, if they're lousy with Bigfoots there. I thought Washington was the big footiest state. Yeah, well, it, I mean, that's it's probably the big. Well, I think Oregon and Washington kind of vie for one and two spots. But, okay. you know, Oklahoma, I wouldn't even. I mean, so look how far away it is from yeah. all the other kind of Bigfoot habitats. Yeah. And for them to be number four, I mean, let's say something. Yeah, I guess. But Jack, I just like the way that guy talked, though. By the well, way. I was going to say, you know, what? I didn't want <laughs> Don't be racist to old Humphrey here just because he can't say go, you know? I just love his voice. <laughs> I do, too. Um, and I love his ideas even more because we, mm -hmm. we, we have too many Bigfoots <laughs> and they're they're an ecological uh, disaster. They do. Yeah, they are bad for the environment. Bigfoot is, is basically he's a relic of the past and he needs to go away. Oh, God. <clears throat> Jax, this, this rubs you the wrong way. You don't yeah. like Why no. not? Uh, wait, what? That he's a relic of the past and needs to go away? No, yeah. that, it sounds like you, you don't like the you, that or the, the, the bounties. Yeah, the bounties are come on, what leave him alone. Just leave <laughs> leave the leave the Bigfoot alone. Well, I'm that would I'm, be cool. I'm pleased to tell you that uh over the next uh few weeks after that bill was put in, it died in committee. But that didn't stop uh, any some people from continuing the effort to encourage uh, the capture of Bigfoot. According to the e Enid News and Eagle, Humphrey's original plan suggested lawma lawmakers set aside a $25,000 bounty for Bigfoot's capture, but he said an upcoming Hollywood Bigfoot movie pledged $2 million uh, mm. to that bounty, while another group uh, threw in $100,000. Um, so he doesn't need any state's intervention at this point. So it looks like even though it died in committee, the bounty's out there and it's now $2 million. Yeah. I mean, I'll pledge another 4 million since I never have to actually pay. <laughs> <laughs> I will raise that to uh. a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. You get yourself a Bigfoot. Right? Uh, yeah. You better beware though because people are willing to, to collect. There's a, a guy several years ago who like took a carcass and threw it in a fridge and called it Bigfoot and toured the country. Uh, he got a lot of press. Well, not, not we're going to need some proof. Well, I'm glad you said that because 
I've got some witnesses here that say Bigfoot's out there, and so you might have to pay up that $4 million. I'll wait when it happens. Camping trip one night where an unreal kind of a scream uh, came out of the night, and whatever it was got in my camp, and uh, our horses broke loose and left us up there our foot up in the mountain. When we looked on top of the hills and seen shadows, you know, I mean, not likely you see shadows moving. It, is, it has to be something up there moving. Here a lot of things happen, and uh, people still yet haven't seen to or to believe, you know. Uh, the true wolves of the wild, you don't see them, but they're there. That's, that's, uh, I, that's ironclad logic, you know. True wolves of the wild. These people sound like they've never heard a, um, what is that, a mountain lion in heat. I feel like, have you guys heard a mountain lion in heat? That's no. what they call me when I'm in heat. They call me the mountain lion. <laughs> well, that's not a compliment. You should go listen to the video. <laughs> I make the... <laughs> it sounds like a horrifying beast. And... I am going to look up right now. Hold on. Yeti or uh, Bigfoot Scream. Bigfoot Scream. Uh, YouTube. Because it's, it's, it's a very specific... Let me see if this okay, is... Okay, we'll, we'll hear it. We have, listen, Bigfoot Sasquatch Springs mating calls and screams heard clearly from the forest. Man in a red cap sitting in the forest. He's sitting drinking his coffee, listening to the birds. It's 12 minutes long. Oh, my God. He's just sitting on a chair. Oh, wait, I think he's trying, he's tr- he's trying to call Bigfoot because to, to call Bigfoot, you take a branch and you knock it against the tree. And that's how you get Bigfoot's attention. Is that a known fact? Science, bitch. <laughs> it's well known. It's a... I heard it then. Oh, I heard that. Sounds like a cow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, okay. Kind of sounds also like Chewbacca. Not, I mean, that's that's a Bigfoot who's not at all stressed. You know, we, people are used to hearing the kind of screaming Bigfoot that's all stressed out. This is a, that was just a kind of like a, you know? Yeah, I'm not convinced by this. Uh, So mountain lion. In heat. Whoa. Whoa. That sounds sounds like a fucking Bigfoot, all right? (laughs) God damn it. That's a real sound. Yeah. That is chilling. Right? Like, if you were out in the woods and you heard that, you're obviously going to tell people about it. Yeah. I am getting the fuck out of there. Right? What the fuck was that? You're like, I'm going home. it goes on and on. It sounds like the, not only is it in heat, it's on stage somewhere screaming into a PA system. Right. The top comment is, imagine hearing that lovely sound while camping at night. It's so true. Like, can you imagine hearing that? No. Right. I wouldn't be camping anymore. <laughs> right. Uh, that's very, yeah. Honestly, that that's like the origin of the, of the Bigfoot right there. I feel like it has to be. I heard one that was worse than that, though, on TikTok of a mountain lion in heat. And it was... I can't, I don't know if, maybe I'll find it somewhere. It was, like, the most terrifying thing I think I've ever heard in my life. It was worse than that. And this person was like, what is happening? 
like people in the comments were like, oh, mountain lion and heat. I was like, what the fuck? Honestly, though, yeah, if I had heard that sound, I mean, my imagination would be running wild. <laughs> scary. <laughs> and how it like the echo. I mean, like the how like. <laughs> that's just to me that's just absolutely it just it sounds like it's just ringing through the entire valley you know it's like what the hell uh so yeah um it's either a mountain lion and heat or that is fucking bigfoot and honestly that sounds very similar to how bigfoots are supposed to sound if i could find an actual quote-unquote authentic bigfoot sound i'm gonna put it in right here And everyone, at, give me your amaze sounds. Let me hear your amaze sounds. Mm. Whoa. Jack's your amaze sounds sucks. But wow. uh, yeah, that was an authentic Bigfoot sound. With that, uh, cult masters and child sex traffickers churn together in a murky soup of insane ideas that makes up the nutrients of everyone's second favorite game show. Who would believe that? If you're confused by that sentence, I was confused when I wrote it. Regardless, Jackson TV will fight to the death to win glory right after the break. Last night, I journeyed backwards in time to the medieval world of Dark Tower. In this amazing game, I had to find three keys, lay siege to the tower, and defeat the enemy within. Each move was a challenge. The computer kept track, giving me secret information, pictures, sounds, surprises. Then, ahead of my opponent, I made my move. The battle was joined. And I was victorious. Dark Tower. Did you know that dogs eat cat poop because it's high in protein? That's because cats are just a vestige of ancient alien food replicators. If you're scratching your head and a little grossed out, then you know it's time for Who Would Believe That? Welcome to everyone's second favorite game show, where Jax and Tiwi prove their abject ignorance about the world of the bizarre. I will start by reading a short description about the beliefs, history, or criminal accusations of an alleged group or person. With only that limited information, Jax and Tiwi will have to determine if the group is either real or some figment of my imagination. Contestants will get a point for correctly judging if the group is real or fake, and another point if they can correctly name that group or person being described. Now it's time to figure out who would believe that. The first statement is, The Clinton Foundation is using its international shipping fleet to traffic children around the world as live art. Tiwi, is this authentic or not? Oh my god. Like, who would believe that? Obviously, we know who would believe that. Like, the QAnon people? Alright. Jax, what do you say? Are there people out there that believe this conspiracy? Yes. Would you like to uh, guess who believes this? <laughs> a group or a person who believes... Well, Alex Jones. I'm gonna give TB two points and Jax one point. Uh, I was looking for QAnon. On March 28th, a user posted to Instagram many children were shipped via the Clinton Foundation's Evergreen. Many were drugged and literally taped up, delivered as live art. This was related to the ship that crashed in the Suez Canal and blocked it for, I think, a week or more. They believe that the captain had done that intentionally to draw attention to the evil Clinton Foundation's effort to traffic children. And that was, of course, one of the last gasps of a QAnon conspiracy. 
During the middle 1600s, the Crown of England established a formal registry in London where barristers, also known as lawyers here in the States, were ordered by the Crown to be accredited. This system evolved into what is now known as the International Bar Association. BAR is an acronym for the British Accredited Registry, and anyone who takes the exam pledges their fealty to the Queen of England rather than the Constitution of the United States. Uh, Tiwi, since you're ahead, is this a quote-unquote real conspiracy? Do people believe in this, or is this something I made up? I mean, I feel like... Hmm. It's like a trick question. Is it a trick question? <laughs> Fine, I'll say it's true. Yes, people. And do you this. have any guesses as to who might believe in this type of conspiracy? Anti-government people. I don't know. Okay, Malicious. Jack, to you. Uh, yes, it is true. It's a true. So, people, this is a true and a legitimate conspiracy that people believe. And who do you think uh, might subscribe to this belief? Sovereign citizens. Jax is back on the board. TV, uh, I was looking for some. How is my. Oh, that's so messed up. It's way too broad. Literally the same thing. Oh, that's jacked. Anti government could be militia. It could be, you know, sovereignty is very specific. It's whatever. So Jax gets two on the board. Welcome back, Jax. Thank you. I got one. I got one for that. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have tied it up. In 1968, Willard Klein Dentist, a part-time clerk in an alternative bookstore in San Francisco, had a vision in which he was instructed to found a new church and prepare for the destruction of humanity. Klein Dentist was ordered to rename himself Adam and to transcribe a series of laws and regulations for the new society, which would be dictated to him in the form of dreams by a series of creatures calling themselves Inarians. Is this a real... Jax, Jax won the last one, so Jax, it's to you. I'm going to say you made this up. All right. Tiwi, what do you think? I also think you made this one up. Uh, You're both wrong. I did (laughs) not make this up. This was made up by the writers of the role-playing game Twilight 2000. It's fake. (laughs) So you're both both win. Yes, yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you didn't make it up. Right. Okay. No, for crying out loud. <laughs> but you, you get points, so you're, you're tied up still. U.S. military personnel are secretly transporting kidnapped women using unmarked white vans as part of a sex trafficking ring. I mean, can I answer? Can I go? Can I go? Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll give it to you. That literally just happened, like, last week, right? So I guess, like, one guy believes it. So, yes. And Jax. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and would you like to uh, wager a guess? Oh, hold on, let me, let me try to remember who it was. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah, who was it? It was some um, old dude who like brought a gun, I think, and tried to like he stopped the military white vans, the unmarked white vans, because he thought they were traveling with uh, people. Would, would you like to name? Uh, so you say you're just saying a man? Yeah, I don't remember what. Jack. Yeah. Um, I guess he was affiliated with something, but I don't know what it was. Crazy white guy. Trumpy. He was a Trump supporter. <laughs> I'm going to say. 
I don't know. Uh, well, actually, I do know. Isn't it people on Facebook? Wasn't this like a Facebook algorithm thing? I was going to take mentally ill, crazy white guy. <laughs> oh, I feel like I said that. Did I not just you say that? You definitely said that. <laughs> Thank you. So Larry Harris of Wilcox, Arizona, is accused of following three National Guardsmen vans from Love's Travel Station on East Regis Street in Lubbock to about two miles east of Idaloo. Police say Harris attempted to multiple times to run the vans off of the roadway. He then turned his vehicle into oncoming traffic on Highway 62 and stopped the vans. He then pointed a gun at an unarmed National Guardsman, identified himself as a detective, and demanded to search the vehicles and ordered the rest of the unarmed Guardsmen out of their vehicles at oh gunpoint. God. Harris told police he thought the people in the vans had kidnapped a woman and child. <laughs> he espoused no particular affiliations. So, yes, crazy white person. I When I read this story, I like my initial reaction was I actually felt bad for him. And then <laughs> was like, why? <laughs> like, like, too bad. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. But I felt bad because he's like going to go to like prison, right? Because uh, I would think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think you get a freebie for that kind of shit. <laughs> the Kamari tradition's main objective is to achieve the personal transformation of individuals through action, not just theory. After many years of dedicated study and practice of Kamari's tradition, the lineage was passed on and he was reborn through what can be called a Udgathana or unveiling. Now a guru to many himself, Sri Kumari, is our link to this esoteric tradition of spiritual practice. Uh, and yeah, Tiwi, this is you again, because you're mm. ahead. Yeah, I feel a little conflicted on this one. Well done. Don't uh, use the internet to cheat, Tiwi. I want to, and you, <laughs> I, I contemplated it. But I'm not. I'm just looking at the rundown. Um, I'm going to take a stab in the dark on this one, and I'm going to say this is fake. All right. Jax, what do you think? Well, if I'm going to win, or at least tie, I have to say it's real. That's right, you so, do. Uh, yeah. And if it's real, then, who do you think believes this? Um, people from India. Or probably just the Kamari people. <laughs> yeah, the Kamaris. <laughs> the Kamari. Unfortunately, Jax, you lose. Um, oh. uh, it is yes. fake. But here's the thing. It's a trick question because uh, it was also real. Filmmaker Vikram Gandhi impersonated a fake guru and built a following of real people for his documentary film about fake prophets. No. Nah. Mm. Uh, I will still give you, obviously, T to Tiwi because it, I mean, it's all fake, but he kind of, he went, he went the extra mile of creating a fake, uh, guru ship, if you will. So Tiwi is what? the winner. Congratulations. What Damn it, Tiwi. Look at you. Yeah. With that, here are our closing words. Far Off Topic is produced by myself, Jax, and Tiwi, and edited to the sounds of the slow decay of civilization by your host. You can contact us on Facebook at Far Off Topic Show and Far Off Topic on all the other socials. You can reach me via Twitter at Fiasco Jones and Tiwi at Tiwi Said Stuff, Jax at Captain Jax, 
4-5-8. Clips from new episodes will be posted to our YouTube account where you can find show notes and other stuff. Maybe new clips. I don't know. Whatever. It's just a work in progress. If you'd like to support the show, feel free to comment or rate. Most of all, thank you for listening. And until you hear from us again, so mote it be. So mote it be. So mote it be.